going for a doubt, mission hey, catering is shabbalah and nashim bin nashim. With regard to which dinim is an adrogin, it's not similar to a male, nor is he similar to a female. In Torah and Shuma, Tuma Zivasim, Bein Chayavin Allah Babiyas Mikta, Loka Nashim bin Nashim. An adrogin is it has either a white emission or a red emission. And he touches Tuma in a state of Tuma. You're not allowed to burn that Tuma, as the Tuma would only be coming me suffering. As although we have said previously, that an dragon that had the white emission would be tummy just like a man. And if he had the red emission, he would be tummy like a female. But he was only tummy me suffix. Like we don't know if he had the din of a zakhar and his tummy was a white emission. Or if he had the din of an akeva, and he would be tummy with a red emission. So me suffix, he would be tummy. But if he touches truma in a state of tuma, since the truma is only tummy me suffix, you're not allowed to burn it. There's only truma that is definitely tummy you're allowed to burn. But truma that is suffix tummy, you're not allowed to burn. And so too, if he entered the base of Mikdash after having a white emission or a red emission, he would not be high. So therefore, he doesn't have it in like a male nor like a female. And a male that has a white emission and entered the base of Mikdash in the state of Tumor, he would be high. And a woman that has a red emission and entered the base of Mikdash in the state of Tumor, she would also be high. As opposed to an Andragonist that had either a white emission or a red emission, since he is only coming me suffix, if he entered the base of Mikdash in the state of Tumor, he would not be high at me suffix. And Andragonist will not be sought of the Jewish servant, not like a male nor like a female. As a male, sometimes the sword of the Jewish servant. In a case where he steals something and does not have the money to repay, he would be sought of the servant in order to raise the money to repay. While a woman that steals would not be sought of the Jewish servant, even if she does not have the money to repay. But a woman sometimes would be sold as a maid servant. A girl that is a katana under 12 years old, the father has the right to sell her as a maid servant. While an androgynist is never sold as a servant, he would not be sold as a servant if he steals something, even if he does not have the money to repay, since he is a suffix in the cave. And so too, and a father is not allowed to sell an androgynist, even if the androgynist is under 12 years old, since he might be a zakhar, not in the cave. An androgynist has no erechen, not like a male nor like a female. And the Torah says in the parsh of Erechen, there's somebody who says Erech pony a lot. He says, I'm going to give the Erech of such and such an individual to the Beit HaMikdash. He has to give a certain sum of money to the Beit HaMikdash. And that sum of money would depend on whether it's a male or a female. If it's a male, he would have to give a larger sum. If it's a female, he would give a lesser sum. Now, if somebody says that an androgen is Erech Plony Eli, he would not have to give any sum at all to the Beit HaMikdash. And the parts of Erechen does not apply to an androgen at all. And the parts of Erechen only applies to somebody who is a definite male or a definite female. It does not apply to somebody who is a suffix Zoch or a suffix Nekib. Somebody who refers to androgynous and says, I will be another if this person is not a male. Or if he says, I will be another if this person is not a female. Either way, the person is another. And since an androgynous is a suffix Zoch or suffix Nekib, whether he says it will be another if it's not a male, or whether he says it will be another if it's not a female, in both cases, he would be another. Rabbi says an androgynous is a distinct creature in himself, and the Chacham cannot decide whether he is a male or a female. According to Rabbi an androgynous is a distinct creature, and he does not fit neatly into the category of a male, nor does he fit neatly into the category of a female. Instead, he is in a category in himself. The Chacham cannot decide whether the category of an androgynous has a din of a male or of a female. 
However, a tuntum is different than an andragon. Andragon has an air of both a zahar and an akeva. A tuntum, on the other hand, has the air of only a zahar, only of an akeva. Just the air is covered up, and we can't tell whether he has the air of a zahar or an akeva. So a tuntum is not a category in itself. Instead, a tuntum is either a male or a female. Sometimes he's a male if he has the air of a zahar he would have the dinner of a male. And if he had the Arab of an Akeba, he would have the dinner of a female. Just simply, since we cannot tell whether he has the Arab of a Zahar or an Akeba, he has the dinner of a Suffolk Zahar or Suffolk Nakeba. With regard to which Dinah is an Androgen is not similar to a male, nor is he similar to a female. In Sorf and Shuma, Tumati Vasa, Bain Chayavan Allah Abiyas Mikta, Loka Nashim bin Nashim. An androgynous that has either a white emission or a red emission, and he touches truma in a state of truma, you're not allowed to burn that truma, and the truma would only be coming me something. As although we have said previously, that an androgynous that has a white emission would be tummy just like a man, and if he had the red emission, he would be tummy like a female, but he's only coming me something, because we don't know if he has a din of a zahar and his tummy with a white emission, or if he has a din of an akeva, and he would be tummy with a red emission. So me something, he would be tummy. But if he touches truma in a state of tuma, since the truma is only tummy the suffix, you're not allowed to burn it. There's only truma that is definitely tummy you're allowed to burn, but truma that is suffix tummy you're not allowed to burn. And so too, if he enters the base of Mikdash after having a white emission or a red emission, he would not be high. So therefore, he doesn't have it in like a male nor like a female. And a male that has a white emission and enters the base of Mikdash in a state of tuma, he would be high. And a woman that has a red emission and enters the base of Mikdash in a state of tuma, she would also be high. As opposed to an androgynous that had either a white emission or a red emission, since he is only coming me suffix, if he enters the base of Mikdash in a state of Tuma, he would not be high of me suffix. An androgynous would not be sought of the Jewish servant, not like a male nor like a female. As a male, sometimes the sort of the Jewish servant. In a case where he steals something and does not have the money to repay, he would be sought of the servant in order to raise the money to repay. While a woman that steals would not be sought of the Jewish servant even if she does not have the money to repay. But a woman sometimes would be sold as a maidservant. A girl that is a katana under 12 years old, the father has the right to sell her as a maidservant, while an androgynous is never sold as a servant. He would not be sold as a servant if he steals something, even if he does not have the money to repay, since he is a suffix in the cave. And so too, and a father is not allowed to sell an androgynous, even if the androgynous is under 12 years old, since he might be a zahar, not in the cave. Nadragonus has no erechen, not like a male nor like a female. As the Torah says in the parts of erechen, there's somebody who says erech pony a lot. He says, I'm going to give the erech of such and such an individual to the Beit HaMikdash. He has to give a certain sum of money to the Beit HaMikdash. And that sum of money would depend on whether it's a male or a female. If it's a male, he would have to give a larger sum. If it's a female, he would give a lesser sum. Now, if somebody says that an androgen is Erech Ploni a lie, he would not have to give any sum at all to the Beit HaMikdash. And the parts of Erechen does not apply to an androgynous at all. And the parts of Erechen only apply to somebody who is a definite male or a definite female, it does not apply to somebody who is a suffix Zoch or a suffix Nekib. Somebody who refers to androgynous and says, I will be another if this person is not a man. Or if he says, I will be another if this person is not a female. Either way, the person is another. And since an androgynous is a suffix, Zachar suffering Mekeva, whether he says it will be another if it's not a male, or whether he says it will be another if it's not a female, in both cases, he would be another. Rabbi Yaisi, 
Sabiensi says an androgynous is a distinct creature in himself and the Chacham cannot decide whether he is a male or a female. According to Rabiesi, an androgynous is a distinct creature and he does not fit neatly into the category of a male nor does he fit neatly into the category of a female. Instead, he is in a category in himself. But Chacham cannot decide whether the category of an androgynous has been of a male or of a female. However, a tuntum is different than an androgynous. Androgynous has an Arab of both a Zahar and an Akeva. A tuntum, on the other hand, has the Arab of only a Zahar or only of an Akeva. Just the Arab is covered up and we can't tell whether he has the Arab of a Zahar or an Akeva. So a tuntum is not a category in itself. Instead, a tuntum is either a male or a female. Sometimes he's a male if he has the Arab of a Zahar he would have the din of a male. And if he had the Arab of an Akeba, he would have the din of a female. Just simply, since we cannot tell whether he has the Arab of a Zahar or an Akeba, he has the din of a suffix Zahar or suffix Akeba. is referring to the Malafa of Hotzah. Hotzah is one of the 39 Malafas of Shabbat, in which you find a Chata if he did the Malafa Bishokin. And there are 39 malachas that are ushered in our Torah on Shabbos. And somebody who does one of those malachas, if he does so b'shogeg, he's chayiv hatas. And if he does so b'mezid, he would be chayiv skila if there are edim. And also hatsra, if he lacks either edim or hatsra, and he did the malacha b'mezid, he would be chayiv karis. Now the malacha hotzah means to transfer an object from one rishus to another. Hotzah means to take out. Meaning to say, if you have an object in a Rishus HaYachet, a private domain, and you take out the object into a Rishus HaRabim, a public domain, that is the Malacha of Hotzah. Now, included in the Malacha of Hotzah is also the Malacha of Hachnasa. Hachnasa means to bring in. If you have an object in a Rishus HaRabim, and you bring that object into a Rishus HaYachet, that is the Malacha of Hachnasa. Hachnasa is included in Hotzah. And therefore, there is also a chiyav chata for somebody who does a malach of achnasa b'shogeg on Shabbos. Now, minatur, you only chayav for achnasa or hotza. If you did both the akira and the hanacha, akira means to take the object from its place. And hanacha means to place down the object in the property that you transfer the object to. So therefore, to be chayav for the malach of hotza, you first have to do an akira from a rishus hayyachet, to take the object from its place in the rishus hayyachet and then to transfer the object into a Rishus HaRabin, and subsequently to do a Hanukkah in Rishus HaRabin to place the object down in the Rishus HaRabin. If you do so, you are Chayim Echatos. And for Hachnasa, you have to do the exact opposite, to do an Akira from the Rishus HaRabin, and then to transfer the object into a Rishus HaYachid. And then you have to do a Hanukkah in the Rishus HaYachid. You have to place the object down in the Rishus HaYachid. Now, the mission opens by teaching us that there's two possible malachas in our Torah that somebody who's standing inside could be over and another two malachas in our Abana that he could possibly be over. Altogether, four malachas that it's possible for a person who's standing inside. And so, too, for a person who's standing outside, there's also the possibility of being over four malachas, two that are in our Torah and two that are midarab Abana. For example, if there's a balabai, the owner of the house, standing inside, and an ani, a poor person, standing outside, and the poor person is begging for food. And the Abayas are given some food. It's possible that by virtue of transferring the food to the Ani, either the Ani or the Abayas would be over on a Malacha Minhat Torah. If one of them would do both an Akira and a Hanacha, and they would transfer the food from either the Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah 
or in the case of the Ani, he would transfer his basket from the Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah, he would be chayev echata, since he was over on a malacha minat Torah. And there's also the possibility that either one or both would be over on a malacha minat If one or both of them would do either the Akira or the Hanacha without doing both, that would be an Issa Midrabana. And as we said, that Minatori you're only Chayv if you do both an Akira and a Hanacha. And Midrabana you're Chayv if you do one or the other. Now the Mishnah discusses the case of an Ani and a Balhabayat to teach us that even though the Balhabayat is giving stucca to the Ani who so is involved in a mitzvah, but it does not excuse being over in a Malacha, either Minatori or Midrabana, and even though he's involved in a mitzvah, if he does a malacha, that's Asr. Minat Torah, he would be chayev echatos, and if he would do a malacha, that is Minorabana, even though he's not chayev echatos, but it's Asr for him to do so, even though he's involved in a mitzvah. Now the Mishnah goes on to explain, Ketha. What's the case that we're referring to? To the poor person standing outside begging for food, and the Baal the owner of the house, is standing inside. The poor person outstretched his hand inside the house and he put down his basket into the hand of the Baal So the Ani had done both an Akira and the Hanukkah. He picked up his basket from the Rosh and he placed it into the hand of the Baal that is standing in the Rosh Hayachet. Now, even though normally you're only Chayim on Shabbat, if you did an Akira from a place that's four Tzvachim by four Tzvachim and you did a Hanukkah onto a place that's four Tzvachim by four Tzvachim, and in this case, he did the Hanukkah into the hand of the Baal which is less than four Tzvachim by four Tzvachim. Before some explain that the hand of a person has the Hashivit of a place that's four Tzvachim by four Tzvachim. Since very heavy things are placed into somebody's hand, the hand can hold very heavy things, so therefore it's as if the hand is four Tzvachim by four Tzvachim, so therefore the Ani would be Chayim. Oshen Nata Mitocha Vehotzi. Ha'ani Chayim Ubalabayim Tazu. Or if the Ani stretched his empty hand inside and took out food from the hands of the Baal and he brought the food out into the Rosh and placed the food down in the Rosh In such a case also, the Ani did both an Akira and the Hanukkah. He did an Akira from the hand of the, Rosh, of the Baal who was standing inside, and he did a Hanukkah into the Rosh Hashanah. The Ani would be Chayim. This is an Isser Min HaTorah, his Chayim HaTorah, if he did so, Peshoge. While the Baal Bayez is Pater, and the Baal Bayez did neither an Akira nor a Hanukha. So the Baal Bayez didn't even do an Isser Midorabana. As Midorabana, it would be Asr if he did either an Akira or a Hanukha, even though he did not do both. But in this case, the Baal Bayez did neither. The Ani did everything. The Ani did both an Akira and the Hanukha. So these are the two cases that the mission was referring to when the mission said that there are two possible malachas minatorah that the person who is standing outside could be over. These two cases, one of them is a hotzah and the other is a hachnasa. In the first case, it is a hachnasa. It's bringing his basket from the Rosh Hashanah into the Rosh Hashanah. The second case is a case of a hotzah. It's taking the food from the Rosh Hashanah out into the Rosh Hashanah. Both cases are also minatorah. And the Ani would be Chayvachadus if he did so Bishoke. Well, the Babayat is Pater, since the Babayat did neither an Akira nor a Hanach. Pasha Babayat is Yado Lachot, Renasan Latok Yado Shalani. Now, the Babayat stretched his hand outside. He had some food in his hand. And he stretched his hand with the food out. And he put the food into the hand of the Ani. So, in such a case, the Babayat did both an Akira and a Hanach. 
he picked the food from the Rosh Hashanah and he put it down into the hand of the honey which is in the Rosh Hashanah or the Ba'abai stretched his hand outside and he took the basket from the hand of the Ani and he brought the basket inside. So in this case also the Ba'abai did both the Akira and the Hanukkah. He picked the basket from the hands of the Ani and he put the basket down into the Rosh Hashanah. So therefore the Ba'abai has done everything. He is Chayev. He did both the Akira and the Hanukkah. If he did so, Bishogek is Chayev Achadus. While the Ani, who was standing outside, did nothing, he didn't do an, either an Akira nor Anacha, so therefore he is puppet. These are the cases which the mission was referring to when the mission said there are two possible Malachas that the person who is standing inside could be over. The first case is the case of Hotsah. The Ba'abai took the basket from Rosh Hashanah and transferred it into Rosh Hashanah. While the second case is the case of Hachnasa. The Ba'abai stuck out his hand and took the basket from the hands of the Ani and brought it inside into the Rosh Hashanah. Both of these cases are Chayat in the Torah. And therefore the Ba'abai is Chayat since he did both the Akira and the Hanacha, while the Ani, who did neither an Akira nor Hanacha, would be put. If the Ani stretched his hand inside, the Ani had the basket in his hand, and he stretched out his hand into the Rosh Hashayach, but he didn't put it down into the hand of the Ba'abai. Instead, the Ba'abai took it from him, and the Ba'abai put it down in Rosh Hashayach. So in this case, the Ani did the Akira. He picked it up from the Rosh Hashayach. While the Ba'abai did the Hanukkah, the Ba'abai is the one that put it down in the Rosh Hashayach. So therefore, neither one of them had done an Isra Minat Torah, since neither one of them did both the Akira and the Hanukkah, but both of them didn't enter Midorabanan. As we said, if you do either the Akira or the Hanukkah, it's also Midorabanan. Oshen Natan Litocha Bahotzi. Shnei Petura. Or if the Babai picked up the food from the Rosh Hashayach, and he put the food into the hand of the Ani, the Ani has stretched his hand into the Rosh Hashayach, and the Babai picked it up and put it into the hand of the Ani. And then the Ani took the food out to the Rosh Hashayach and placed it down into the Rosh Hashayach. So in this case, the Ba'abai did the Akira, he picked it up from the Rosh Hashanah While the Ani did the Hanukkah, the Ani is the one who placed it down in the Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, in this case, also neither one of them did an Isra Minah Torah. So therefore, they are both Pater, and neither one of them is Chayim Chathos. However, they both did an Isra Minah since one of them did the Akira, while the other did the Hanukkah. So these are two cases in which there is an Isra Minah As the Mishnah said, that there is a possibility of two malachas that are also midarabanan for both the person standing inside and the person standing outside. If the Ba'abai picked up food from the Rosh Hashayach and he stretched his hand outside with the food in his hand, but he didn't place the food down into the hands of the Ani. Instead, the Ani took the food from it and placed it down in the Rosh Hashayach. So therefore, the Ba'abai did the Akira while the Ani did the Hanukkah. So neither one of them did an Isra Minah Torah. However, both of them did an Isra Midorah Panam. Or if the Babai had stretched his hand that was empty outside, and the Ani picked up the basket from the Rosh Hashanah, and he placed the basket into the outstretched hand of the Babai. And the Babai subsequently brought the basket inside and placed it down in the Rosh Hashanah. So in this case, the Ani did the Akira, while the Ba'abayas did the Hanukkah. The Ani did not do a Hanukkah, since he placed it into the outstretched hand of the Ba'abayas, which was in the Rosh Hashanah. 
But the Babayev then brought the basket inside and placed it down in the Rosh Hashayachet. So in this case, neither one of them did an Isser Minat Torah, since neither one of them did both an Akira and a Hanacha, but each one of them did an Isser Minarabana. So they are both Pater from a Chazad. However, it is also Minarabana. So these are two more cases in which there is an Isser Minarabana for both Zani and the Balabai. So this is what the mission is referring to when the mission says that there's a possibility of two Isur Minha Torah for both the Ani and the Balabai, and another two Isur Minha for both the Ani and the Balabai. Now, in truth, if you count out the Isur Minha there's actually four Isur Minha for both the Ani and the Balabai. While the mission originally said there's only two Isur Minha for the Ani and the Balabai. So the Mephorshim explained that when the Mishnah said there are two possibilities of a Surah Minarabana for the Ani and the Baabai, the Mishnah was referring to only the cases of Akiros, in the case where either the Ani or the Baabai did an Akira without the Hanukha. However, in truth, if either the Ani or the Baabai did only the Hanukha without the Akira, that would also be an Isra Minarabana. But the Mishnah was not counting that simply because when you do an Akira without a Hanukha, there's a possibility of being over an Isra Minarabana if you follow through and transfer the object into another Rishus and do also the Hanukkah. So that's a more severe Avera as opposed to when you do just the Hanukkah where there's no possibility of an Israel Torah since the Akira has already been done by somebody else. So therefore the mission did not count the cases in which either the Ani or the Babai did only a Hanukkah without an Akira. However, when you do a Hanukkah without an Akira, there is an Israel Midorah